am your host, Leslie Lee III. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. As you see in the title, we are talking the Northman. We're talking that brand new epic from your boy Eggers. And join me today, the person I saw it with, my partner in life, my partner in crime, YB. Thank you so much make, for making your return to culture. Oh, thank you for having me back. It's a pleasure. So was the movie, in fact, yeah. Yes, I'm excited because this is a brand new movie that I actually loved, loved, loved. And you liked it. Uh, Two very rare occasions (laughs) that we can see something something. in the theaters that we both love. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, I was expecting something that I would like to see. I'm a huge, The Witch is one of my favorite films, even though I hear it's his least favorite film that he made, that he um, feels he, he made mistakes. So I was ready to see The Northman. I am, um, and I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy we did. Where where shall we start then? What do you want to start? With? Yes, from visionary director Robert Eggers comes the Northman, an action filled epic that follows a young Viking prince on his quest to avenge his father's murder. It stars Alexander Skarsgård as Amleth, Nicole Kidman as Queen Gudrun, Klaus Bang as Fjornir, the Brotherless, Ethan Hawke as King Arvindale, War Raven, and Anya Taylor-Joy as Olga of the Birch Forest. She doesn't get a last name. Well, she's of the Birch Forest. <laughs> she doesn't Is get that, a last name. That's, of I the think, Birch Forest. I, I mean, there's a lot. Of this someone typed it. They were like, "Fjorner, Fjorner is just a brotherless. He gets named after kill. <laughs> he kills his brother. And he gets named. I think. I think it sounds cool. My, my personally, yeah. It's the most but dark. No, it's the mark. Really. It's the most. It's the most dark souls of all the names. See, this, these are the references you might not appreciate. <laughs> no, this, okay, yeah. so he's gonna start talking about dark souls in a second. As someone who has studied and continues to teach about Slavic and Germanic cultures. But I enjoy reading about them in historically. I think I think the name Olga, I would have chosen a better name. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, That's the only well, slam I, like I have it. on this uh, Olga film. The, but yes, uh, The Northman, great movie. Absolutely adored it. Had a blast with it. I thought it was so fun. I was surprised by how poppy it was. I expected it to be um, a lot more stoic, a lot more austere. But this movie was like a video game. It really was heavily influenced by video games like god of war um what dark souls of course like tons and stuff it's like so much of the action and the scenes and the set pieces there's like this the final there's like one there's a couple of boss battles well, i think even yeah. like there's a point in this movie where like it feels like the health bar is about to pop up and i was like <laughs> this shit rules this is so much cooler than even the marketing but kind of made it seem a little well, bit too where... artsy when i really think it could have been marketed as like a balls yes, out action movie. it is absolutely a balls out action movie and you said it 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 like harkens back to or or brings it is heavily influenced by video games and i i can agree with you up to a point because video games are heavily heavily influenced by this by these legends and these stories so i mean that's really meta to say but it is it does it feels a lot much more like an action film for adults with a strong, like, beautiful storyline, amazing acting and dialogue. Um, and uh, a lot of, I thought, Stanley Kubrick, and I saw, you know, a lot of these films, like even Last of the Mohicans, um, and you really get a sense of that kind of 
heaviness of history, but along with some killer action scenes. So it's less for me, less an art, less an art film, and like you said, yeah, absolutely more of a of an action film. Uh, this movie uh, does have, pose kind of existential questions when you're yes, watching. Yes, it does it. pose existential yeah. questions it's like that. Like super how is heavy. how is how is life going? Well. <laughs> The question facing our Northman, of course, his, is his quest for vengeance. Is it worth it, really? Turns out, sadly enough, it, it ends up not being worth it. I, I was hoping that this time, this one time in the film, a quest for vengeance would turn out to be A-OK and not, and there would be no shocking revelation that turns it on his head. But it turns out there yeah. actually is. The spo- I, I, I don't know. If you haven't seen the movie, I don't know if there's really like spoilers that, that important because it is it's very similar to something like Conan the Barbarian or things you've seen before. Yeah. Like you're, you're going to kind of feel the twists uh, coming if you've been in the genre before, if you've seen the revenge uh, movie before. So we are going to talk light spoilers, but it starts off with the classic opening. It's your Hamlet. It's your Conan. It's your... It, Can it, I interrupt here? Doesn't it start actually with a huge panoramic shot of the volcano? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so... Throughout this film, like, I have to interject here with the, with the thought I had while we were watching it. Throughout this film, I was like, okay, this is a real character-driven film, and it's about the Northmen. And so Eggers is not going to go the route of, like, this kind of pastoral and kind of uh, more of a story of the North than the Northmen itself. But actually, the action does center around that volcano a lot. And there's a, that first shot introducing you to that raw nature it just uh it was brilliant i think the cinematography is is gorgeous sorry to interject here uh yeah so it starts off with our boy amleth the uh titular northman and he's a young man and he's the prince who is about to be king unfortunately his evil so we think uncle at the time furinir has his eyes on the crown kills the king goes after uh Amleft, and Amleft has to i for some reason the movie doesn't show any of his years between like nine and like 33 they right. kind of skip over that yes. part i actually <laughs> wanted to see a lot more of his life because he he he's a he's supposed to be this prince and i guess i guess all all of the kingdoms run basically on slavery <laughs> like that seems to be like the if you're a viking king what you what that means is that you have a bunch of slaves to do to like build longhouses for you. Oh, absolutely! It was like a, a you know, it's eight hundred A.D. and so there's um, it's a very kind of you know that kind of driven market. It was just uh, you, you know they had workers and constant squabbles and battles and Germanic tribes and then the Romans, of course. So it's just a constant um, exchange of peoples and. And uh, Olga, of course, is Slavic, and then um, Amleth is uh, from uh, Sweden. The North, yeah, the, yeah they, they portray very, like the, like, the Northerners where? are all like suit, like twice the size of the <laughs> Slavic people. They're all they're supposed to be Christians, and they're like an oppressed minority group. So that there is like a, a it is kind of a woke movie because like they're oppressed for their uh for their um so i don't know if the right will necessarily like it because it is about like how slavery and oppression is bad actually yeah so um that's the thread that's how uh amleth is able to um search for his mother he uh he cuts his hair and um brands himself with the brand of of a slaver 
and then he is taken on a slaving ship. I mean, this the, all a lot of this is you know from it's very Shakespearean because obviously Shakespeare drew his inspiration from these legends, um, you, you know, Nordic or Germanic legends, and um, so there's a lot of kind of th- that feeling of, uh, of of that those stories that we've studied a lot. You know, the mystical. I I have oh expected, Beowulf. Yeah, Beowulf. I have expected you know something. To come in some kind of reference that I recognize, you know. I mean, they do mention Freya a lot, and they they pray to the gods, and there's a and lot the of Valkyries oh, and yeah, all the that Valkyrie stuff. So the, 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 the now the movie does play it kind of cute, whether the fantasy elements are real or not. Like at times, you're supposed to think that magic is real in this world. At times, you're supposed to think, oh no, these dudes just like are take like cyclobin a lot, like which they do actually. They do take a lot of drugs, and, and a lot of the fantasy elements come through uh, during these drug infused hazes, hazes, which are beautiful scenes. But sometimes you see like walking skeletons and you're supposed to think they're real. And sometimes you, you're supposed to think, oh, it's just a dream. So the uh, the movie kind of plays cute with it t- till the end where like uh, Olga is like casting spells and shit. <laughs> like, there were like there were a lot of images like that. Um, like I said, that kind of draw from what was that movie uh, with Rachel Weitz and uh, about the tree? And Hugh Jackman. Oh, the fountain. The yeah, fountain. yeah. There were... It was really there was this there were the, there was this brilliant kind of cut shots to uh, um, a the... tree, a tree of life of their 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 family tree. Yeah, the family tree. Well, the tree of kings. I yes. think they call it. And um, and just seeing that kind of lifeline grow, and they kept cutting back to it maybe four times throughout the film to show the passage of, of these lives. Yeah, and he yeah. is able to see this, I swear to God, by tasting her blood and knowing that she's pregnant. So there is, like, ob- like, by, like yeah, by the <laughs> end, <laughs> like, it's full-on fantasy. I don't think spoilers that matter that much because this movie is a ride. It's one you're going to want to go on more than once. I want to see it again. And, in fact, my only disappointment is that it wasn't longer because it felt like we it should have there should have been more to yeah. this movie. When I saw it was two hours and six minutes i was like oh that's too long another long ass movie when i actually watched it, i was like no there was a little bit more to this story that they could have there had was in. another a good another hour because there were so many kind of um so many layers to that story that weren't really explored you you mentioned like the whole middle of his life is missing and um and you know we have to talk about the performances right now because when i started watching this film i'm like why is nicole kidman in another film why is she in this film? Like I can, uh, Skarsgård, I was excited to see him. I love him as an actor. But um, Nicole Kidman, seen enough of, frankly. And the first scenes you have of her um, are very kind of short. I think there's one or two scenes at the beginning where she's introduced as the mother of Amleth, you know, and he's still a boy. And then their village is sacked. And, um, and you cut and you don't see her for another 45 minutes you focus purely on amleth and then there's a scene with nicole kidman as the mother of uh, scars god that a lot of people are talking that a lot of people are talking about and it's quite clear quite clear that uh nicole kidman is already you know just I mean, it's a brilliant, brilliant. It's acting. a brilliant scene, actually. I, I might not spoil all of it, but no, yeah, you can't yeah, spoil but, it. Yeah. yeah, but she does a great job in it. You see why they cast her. Uh,
I thought at one point it might turn out that he was the father of the king. You know, and he'd merely, he had not truly died, but it merely disguised Oh, sorry, we got disconnected for a little bit. Oh, did we really? Yeah. Oh, were we talking about Nicole Kidman then? Yes. Oh, yes. And her brilliant portrayal and brilliant, probably the second, the second and third and fourth scene she's in. They're they're magnificent. Don't be thrown by the the cursory introduction of her as a mother. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She has more to show, but which you, someone you do see very early on, Will, Willem Dafoe, absolutely steals. It. He's someone who's in a lot of stuff too. I'm right. not sick of seeing him yet. You you still get another crazy ass Willem Dafoe performance, and I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. So I thought that Willem Dafoe that it would turn out he plays the jester, he plays the fool, um, and I thought it would turn out that he actually was the the father of Ethan Hawke's king character. I thought that was what was going to... I, no, that's I, that's what's going to happen in Aquaman, I think. Oh. That, that, no, nor, he, he kind of plays the same character in both movies. Yeah, Northman and no, Aquaman. No, no, no. At, at one point, he does wear... He wears a mask. So I thought it was going to be more of the Green Goblin sleep. <laughs> you know, that guy coming Yeah. But, but, uh, but honestly, Northman and Aquaman, not that far apart as movies. There is a bit of that, like, Zack Snyder, DCEU-style suit superheroism in this movie that you can see in some of the shots is like this the, Eggers was trying to make something that people would love that people would put their fists at which you will a couple of times that you know what there was somebody made a tweet where they said that I went to see um, the Northman and in the front row were six bros and it just goes to show you that you can't tell you know, who's going to be a film buff or not. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is a movie made exactly for guys who are fucking drinking Natty Light and want to pound one out and just want to see uh, the Vikings, like, chop heads off. That is what they want. Yeah, I think... um, And that's what they get. You had, like, maybe in the aughts, you had films with Jake Gyllenhaal, um, and you had a couple of, like... uh, Orion Gosling. Or, um, yeah, and there were movies, uh, I think uh, there was, well, of course, Clash of the Titans, right? And uh, Troy. 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 This movie yeah, that... and Gladiator, this movie kind of fits in the slot. I actually think Gladiator might be a bit more, like, serious, actually. Like, it's very, Gladiator is very grounded in, like, the yeah. real world. I, this this movie goes for it. Like, you see a fucking flying horse and, and Valkyries and stuff. Like, Well, it, the greatest part of this film is that it's... It's really high end. There's so much money and artistry poured into it. Robert Eggers, the director, he's brilliant. So it's it's a it's we say it's an act. We thought we felt we were in an action at an action film, but also quite clearly, I mean, the cinematography, the set design, the the locations, the filming locations, just incredible. And for a movie that was clear, and there are parts where you clearly see that this was limited by you know COVID. He probably did. The, he's done the best job of any movie that's been affected by COVID as far as visuals go. Like even the Bjork, the scene with Bjork uh, that's in the movie, it's like, you know, it's just like she basically could have Zoom called it in, but it looks great. It looks cool. And it looks a lot like a NPC conversation you might have. And she basically gives Amlev his quest at the beginning of the movie. Oh, like you see yeah. him, like you see, you can almost see like the dialogue options pop up when she's talking I but think, it looks so cool though no i think that's all intentional man i think yes. like um I, this the kind of 
paucity of people and and the the sparse uh, stark you know very um violent backdrop those mountains and then the ocean and it's all very lonely and um of course he's a berserker he's um, a ronin or he's you know he's an orphan warrior and so he's alone and he kind of drifts propelled by what he believes is his um his birthright his quest his his own you know, reason for being to 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 avenge his mother, save his mother, kill kill uh, Fenir Fair, kill Fenir, save yeah. mother, yes. <laughs> avenge father. father. Actually, the avenge father is the number one thing, and it's the most important thing, and it's and that's kind of different than some of these revenge tales where they would make saving so-and-so the most important thing for right. him. And, and they've, they're very specific about this. It's like, you cannot get to heaven unless you fulfill this duty to avenge your father if you make this promise. You know, your blood will drive you on this path of revenge. You have You can't step off it. Right. This is a very Shakespearean film. It's a very... The, the characters are, you know, very... It's 50-50. There's two choices. Choose one, and then your path leads. It's almost like a choose-your-own-adventure in, in base relief. Like, this film is very driven and very serious and, and very, thankfully, made for adults. I don't, I don't think I've seen a film like this in a – I can't remember when. Well, yeah, made for adults, but still very fun. Uh, it's not as violent as people say. I was, oh, people not were talk, at all. People no. were talking like it was super violent. It's not that violent. It's, I think something like Gladiator is probably more violent if you go back and look at it. There are some gruesome stuff, but it's like some of the scenes look like scenes from Hannibal, which or, is, was on TV. Well, you know? because of the it's, the scenes look directly like those tapestries of uh, those religious kind of tapestries that you might see you know in a museum or something and they're very brief it's not lingering they follow in one scene perhaps um scar they follow Skarsgård through as a, a village as the village is being sacked by his group of berserkers and raiders and um it doesn't linger on the violence in the in the background but it merely tracks him as he walks through the entire thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's in the trailer, it's the, it, which you see a lot of. Now, I do have one quibble about that scene is that mm. we do, and this is a problem that I think a lot of this fantasy stuff with war stuff that does, that deals with a lot of fantasy stuff that deals with war do, doesn't do, which Berserk does. When you watch Berserk, when you read Berserk, they talk about strategy. They talk about, all right, we're going to raid this camp at night in order to distract these people from this, you know, supply depot. Then we'll set the fire depot on fire, et cetera, et cetera. You know, they have strategy. They talk it out. And then the other side has strategy and they talk it out. In the movie, you don't get that. Instead, they just kind of run up in broad daylight, which may be, be accurate. I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Which that's may be accurate, but I would I wanted to see just a little bit more. But, but they do use a little bit of strategy because this cavalry comes later. Like, I, I would have liked to see some of the prep work. Now, we did get to see the fucking howling at the moon and stuff and when they uh, do right. the drugs, which was awesome. But I wanted to see, like, another, you know, 20, 30 minutes before of his life as a raider. How? What's the who are they working for? Who where are the trades? I, I wanted know, to know a little bit more about the life on that end uh, of him, him working up the ranks of yeah. uh, being a berserker. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is like the I first mean, uh, couple. Do, of, but they do show him spending quite a bit of time as a uh, um, as a, one of those enslaved, and then of course he's 
he's promoted. But he's, he's one. He's when promoted he's a slave. He, he's running like fucking like uh, sneaking missions the whole time. Like where he's like poisoning the, the grog and uh, like in Shadow of Mordor and all this mm-hmm. other. And it's really fun part of the movie. I really really. Uh, dug it like but but it takes a lot of the movie that like that's that sequence before he is able to when he sees uh, when he goes to iceland sees his family and promises to get revenge it's like another hour of the movie and it's very enjoyable but there could have been a little bit more earlier on to give it the full epic feel but if you've seen northman if you want to call in tell us what you think please feel free to do so now if you're interested in it if it reminds you of if you're interested in you know sword and sandals fantasy i would love to talk about that i've been reading honey uh robert howard's conan books and they they pair very very well with the northmen uh i have to say if you're looking i have i wanted to interject and start with the witch because if we're talking about the director then he creates these movies that really make you want to go and then research the time that they're set in so when he produced or when he released the witch there was a good solid three or four months when i was reading about um you know early early uh colonial america the arrival especially you you know um with so many uh new histories and new studies being made about lives of native americans it was it's kind of a look at how kind of uh, zealot people were and early uh, the early colonials were so i really studied a lot more because of that film and i i watched the northmen and i knew again that it was piquing my curiosity about uh viking lore and 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 just learning a bit more about the um history of these of these people and 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 how they how they lived so long ago all right so we have our next caller lonnie go ahead unmute yourself how's it going it's going thank you for having me on Uh, oh thank you so much for calling back always lovely to hear from you uh yeah same here um well i haven't seen the northman yet even though i've been twittering about it all the time but I did hear that Robert Eggers was heavily influenced by uh, Conan Barbarian. He uh, he even put some Easter eggs in there too from Conan Barbarian. So just had to oh yes, there. wow, yeah. there there's several. Yeah. Like the whole yeah. first act of the movie yeah. is kind of Conan <laughs> uh, the Barbarian in a way that I if this were like I know um, like the Batman did the same. There's something similar with Zodiac and Seven, but. I actually think Eggers earns it. He earns the references, mm-hmm. and he adds some new stuff and yeah. new, some new new twists to it um, that make it this keep it fresh, keep it interesting. Um, and I really do think, like, if you like Conan, you will absolutely yeah. like um, the Northman. It has a lot of the same uh, DNA, and I'm just I'm. Uh, it's unfortunate that the marketing seems to want to make it you know seem a lot weirder and stranger and inaccessible than it actually is when it this is a blockbuster you know popular movie yeah would you oh go ahead sorry no oh uh would you say that the marketing was like really like in the beginning i would say the marketing wasn't so great yeah (laughs) i guess everything was by word of mouth through the northmen and how you know eggers is three for three now so would you say that it was like middling or 
Yeah, no. The marketing got better towards the end, but yeah. initially, it like it did not. It didn't try to sell it as like a big movie. It felt right. like it felt like it tried to sell it as like a kind of like a Indeed. weird art film, like another you know one that's going to make you feel weird. But that's not really what the movie is. <laughs> this one is like this should have been marketed like a Conan and the Barbarian would have been marketed. Uh, are marketed like this like literally it could be marketed like aquaman is marketed really i yeah i didn't understand that it came across kind of like an a24 you know the production company mm-hmm. all these art films and it was i i really didn't see anything on 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 any of my social media platforms any ads popping up about it um and like there should yeah. be Northmen like cups you know <laughs> yeah. and mcdonald's I, and stuff like yeah. that's the type of movie this is really yeah okay and it's I mean, so star heavy, and that's that's another thing I was worried about. I, was, I thought it would just kind of deflate under the weight of its own, you know, kind of um, casting. But it does hold up very well for me. It oh, and, and can I say, even though I've never really thought much of Anya Taylor Joy, I really liked her in this. She kind of won me over in this, and I'm so sad that she's not going to be doing Nosferatu with Eggers. Uh, that's is <sighs> yes. really disappointing, yeah, especially Jesus. after seeing this. I don't know though because An- An- Anya Taylor Joy, I think I really loved her in The Witch, you know, and then she was in um, Queen's Gambit, and then I kind of feel like I'm seeing almost a little too much of the overexposure of of her. So I'm actually pleased that she's not going to be in that. What the yeah. movie's not happening at all now, though. It's That's for the, real. Oh yeah. Thanks, oh. thanks to Marvel, I guess. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm just speculating there. Though. Yeah, they Morbius, because because right? Morbius didn't make that much money, so they're scared of vampire movies. But which makes no sense because they didn't market Morbius as a vampire movie, which they should have done. They should have made it. They should have made people think it was like the new Blade, but instead they tried to make it people think it was like in the Spider Man universe. Isn't like, it a Jared Leto film? Yes. yes. Like I, I don't even know what it's about. Didn't see any the living vampire. It used to be my favorite comic book. And what, Jared Leto's in it. Yeah, it used to be my favorite comic book. It would have made a really fun, cool '90s style R-rated superhero movie, but they didn't want to do that. So, unfortunately. Well, thanks. Yeah. What did you think of um, his second film, uh, The Lighthouse? The Lighthouse. Yeah, it was great. Um, I, I, I like The Witch better. That's my favorite film from Edgar so far. Uh, right. Lighthouse was very, I, his atmosphere when he, he creates something is, it, it's, you feel like you're actually in. Yeah, like, it felt really frame. claustrophobic for and me. claustrophobic, yes. Yeah. Um, whereas The Witch was very wild. You know, it stirs yeah. those kind of feelings of like, the of flames. Like you feel you have a flame in you. That kind of passion that these these, you know, zealots going out into the wilderness wholly unprepared for what awaits them. And and the lighthouse just makes me feel very uh, claustrophobic. And I don't he know what... A, he has ahead. a level of creep. Yeah. He, he knows how to he knows how to turn the creepy button and level on. For sure. me, it's it wasn't scary. Like, lighthouse or the witch wasn't scary for me. It was just very creepy, and I felt it. And it, yeah, that's why I really like Eggers. Yeah, stuff, so. I feel actually as much as I like The Northman, I feel it's his um, it's his weakest film of the three. Really? Yeah, interesting. Yeah. See, I actually don't like The Witch that much. I think it's a. I see why everybody thinks it's great. It just didn't, you know, get mm. affect me that much. But I see what everybody loves about it. And it's a beautiful movie. I had a great time 
watching it. I'll certainly watch it again. But Northman is 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 my jam. Northman <laughs> is right up my alley. I hope he does more of this stuff. I think if he does, a lot of his fans will be incredibly disappointed. Mm-hmm. But this is like him turning towards like Paul W. Anderson territory almost. I mean this that in the best way possible. I thought it was super cool and super fun and just a. Uh, it, it was selling out without selling out. You know, he didn't make a Marvel movie. He right. made the North Man, <laughs> which is, is like his most. It is arguably his most um, kind of commercial, uh, commercial and accessible film. Yeah. But like, like in the right way, in, absolutely in, the right way. You know, if you're accessing Robert Eggers, then you're you're going in the right direction of appreciating films uh, versus you know just the popcorn cinema we get a lot of these days. I think. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was really cool, really fun, and I think you're gonna love it. I like if you like Berserk, right. you're gonna love. You're yeah. gonna like it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I did. I did watch uh, the duel. So Leslie. Oh, the last duel. Yeah. The last duel uh, today. And oh yeah. Getting in pre- preparation for this movie. Oh yeah, uh, that's a good one. They're they're kind of similar movies in, in a sense, but that again, last duel. A lot more serious, a lot more like straightforward <laughs> drama than the Northmen. Like the, the last duel is just very like real shit. Like it's a fucking Rashomon while, um, you know, the Northman is like, what would, what would that be? Uh, I do think, though, that we're looking at a... It would be like Kill ra- Bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think oh. we're looking at this kind of return of, um, you know, Yellowstone is popular now and, and Damon and Affleck are doing... Um, historical film you know dramas you know in in europe and then you have eggers coming in with all these dramas uh or or movies that you know take place historically in northern uh, europe and and it's kind of it feels like we're heading into this cycle of of kind of i don't want to say it but bruh movies maybe you know about hi- uh, bruh movies about history uh, yeah, about damn is, time I'm... about damn time <laughs> yeah, so like they finally found their niche like oh well you know uh we don't we don't need more than um jody comer as the marguerite and and then we can have the seven or eight gentlemen that yes. that run the castle yes. in the last tool you know <laughs> which i get i you know this is how life was but then also Where's the film? I mean, we get, we do have TV shows about like the Vikings, actually the ones who are feudally living, right? But this is well, actually, Viking people are saying that the Vikings TV show, which we haven't watched yet, is actually very similar to has to the really? Northmen as yeah. well. People say people people. I don't know. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't uh, know if they're being generous, but they did did say there was some over. I did, but maybe that was just over eager Vikings fans. I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I did like some of Vikings, but it's really, eh, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Do you think- well, there. I have to be honest. There are some eh parts in this movie, but not <laughs> enough to ruin it. Not enough to right spoil here. it. There, was- but there are some stuff. There's kind of like, like uh, I, I mentioned, like I compared this kind of like to Xena Warrior Princess because there are these kind of <laughs> little scene domestic scenes where people are just having conversations that aren't the most artsy are dynamic things but they're not like horrible to watch but they are just kind of they kind of feel like tv show i i do think it lost a little bit at the um so in movies like the mission or um the last of the mohicans they focus a lot on um this primal aspect of preparing for battle 
or preparing for some deep emotional voyage. And they have this scene in The Northmen where the um, berserkers are are preparing to kind of assume their wolf characteristics. They're kind of wolf and bear. Yeah, thank you. And they're transforming and and dancing around the fire. And it, it, the shots were taken from far away. And some of the movements of the actors were just kind of, in my mind, too modern. So it didn't feel. I, I would have loved to. It felt a little laughable at the beginning. Yeah, yeah there was yeah. there, and then that's one thing I will say. The, I, even though I've praised this as an action movie, the action scenes actually could have been better. I think Eggers is not so interested in action, and that's fine. And he make and what he does show is you know it's interesting. It keeps the film moving, but it's not. You don't really get like a super like intense like fight scene really in the movie or like a really good doing but it's not but it's like is a sacking is 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 the exact thing it's just like kind of them they they plot they just take over and chop these farmers up who are like half their size it's not really a like a fight scene is what i mean you you get action scenes that are cool but you don't get really a lot of fight scenes or like a duel or anything like there is one i mean pretty cool the, there could have been one more boss fight is no what there saying. was that fight and there was the duel between amleth and, and his uncle uh, which I is mean, which is i think the last scene is going to be a little bit divisive because it, it's very Covidy is very cheap. It's very cool are and awesome. I thought, amazing. but I thought it was amazing too. But I think people are gonna be like, "Oh, these are just like two naked guys swinging swords in front of like," <laughs> and is it very spooky? And I loved it. Like it's cool. It's like if you're like a genre person, okay, I think you're true. gonna like that's it. That's true. I there think, are, but I think there was so- one moment where I was like. This is kind of like Anakin on the lava. <laughs> it planet. is very much like you know. I was it is like, very I much to, like I Anakin to, on the lava. I planet. had to intentionally push that thought. It from is my very head. much like it's it's it, and it's a lot like the um, finale of Uncharted Four, the last boss fight in Uncharted Four. It's like uh, the last uh, fight in Ultraviolet. It's like very like. All right, we've kind of run out of money uh, at the end of this thing. Let's have a sword fight, but it's good. It's like yeah. every negative thing yeah. I've said about the movie, it, Eggers does the best with it. Okay, so you're, I think if you're interested in the movie, you're absolutely gonna love this movie, r- regardless of any nitpicks. I would go see this. I would take my friends. Uh, we're going to back. See this. Yeah, we are absolutely going back. That's but the I'm thing, I. Yeah, and you absolutely will probably be going two or three times as well. I would be remiss before we move on to talk about um, – we had a couple more things we were talking about today, right? Yeah. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that the thought crossed my mind that is this the only type of film that Robert Eggers can make? He's made three very, um, very, very intense films. You mean set in the past. It's set in a white past. <laughs> a male white past. A male white past. And I really, you know, and I enjoyed, I loved how he worked with Anna Taylor-Joy. And she was practically a child, you know, in that first film, The Witch. And he did so, so brilliantly with the child actors in that film, as well as, as the female characters in um, The Northmen. Um, but, again, like, he this is not he can continue to make movies like this and people will see them and they'll be enjoyed and they'll mean a lot to many people but he's not going to um grow as a director i think well i i disagree in fact i want to pitch him something i want him to do the black northman all right we're gonna i want to pitch him on the fucking when um the kingdoms of um 
the of sub-Saharan Africa took over mm-hmm. Egypt. I want that kind of movie because all we get Ugh, are shit. Is Cleopatra. Shit not, well, yeah, she's not. She wasn't black. No, but. I'm talking about everything that swirled around Cleopatra. Yeah, uh, no, no. I wanted to talk you about the. Like... I want the kingdom of Nubia or okay. that, uh, yeah. Where we mm-hmm. all right? Yeah, because right, all. Yeah, all we get is like Black Panther. Like black people don't get like these cool badass movies That's like the true. North like, Man. We why get, the why the effort are they so- making Wakanda, you know, yeah. two again when there's uh, thousands of years of history yes. along the Fertile Crescent and the Nile and yes. just show you know, our people into, chopping some dudes uh, up. Yeah, just so. I want it. All right. I have a question, Leslie. Uh, okay. Do you think this may be Oscar worthy material, this movie? Oh, so uh, here's what I'll say about this in a in in a better world. Yeah, in a better world. No, in a better world, this would be the standard blockbuster action movie. That's that's the level. Like it's like I like I compare it to Conan the Barbarian. Like was Conan the Barbarian an Oscar movie? Yeah. So this is very much. But nowadays, yes, this this would be an Oscar movie. Now, I I think. Compared to the movies we're getting now, this is an Oscar. I movie. think I disagree. If you take a look at the history, Oscar history, you'll see things like Rebecca um, and The Time of Our Lives. These are movies that um, don't necessarily have huge budgets and grand schemes. They deal with adult human emotions. There is nothing in the film The Time of Our Lives or Rebecca that would ever appeal to a child. And this is one of those films. The Northmen <laughs> will probably not. And thankfully, not uh, be a film. I think I think you're very wrong about it. If I so? if I was if I was everybody on my school year would be talking about this movie <laughs> when we I'm talking like fifth first grade. Well, we would be like, oh my god, yeah. my dad let me see the Northman. Yeah. Now the Lighthouse would be different. The Lighthouse yeah. is not a movie we would be interested in. <laughs> Probably not the Witch either. But the Northman, we definitely would have been. Uh, you into. think? Well, we hadn't even really seen a lot of it on the internet. Um, advertised anyway, so I don't think we're in a place where the know kids ki- are picking it no, up. No, kids but what today I wanted don't to care. Say but... to, um, is that I do think Nicole Kidman, this is the only time that Nicole Kidman in my memory, except mm-hmm. for the hours, is is delivering like a truly stunning performance. Yeah, like supporting actress for supporting actress for Kidman. Maybe supporting or lead. No, Olga. She's not. She's yeah, not. In, she's true. not in it enough for. Uh, lead, Judy uh, Dench wanted for like three minutes of screen time. So oh really? Oh yeah. They. Oh yeah. I guess. The, oh yeah. The rules are a bit light or something. Yeah. But um, who knows? Is she supporting actor or you know, or supporting actress or um, best actress? Because, mm. gosh darn it, you know, it just that's. Every scene, the first scene is so deceptive. She's just the mother, and she's worried, and she's caring, and and I th- I kept thinking about her hair. I was like, oh, I don't like her hair in this. And um, <laughs> but then every time she comes up on screen, three, four times more, it's probably the best performance I've seen uh, by an actress in a film in a while. Very right. interesting. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank, Thank you. you so much for your call. If anybody, else, if we have any more callers, please call in now. Please dial in now if you want to talk to us about the Northmen. Oh, Emily, how's it going? Feel free to unmute yourself down there at the bottom. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we hear you great. Uh, thanks. Uh, cool. Um, yeah, so I agree with you guys. Um, first, it's great to um to talk to you. Um, still love the show. Um, thank I'm you also so glad much. Finally, yeah. Thank you. Um, but also, I'm glad it's finally like a modern movie that you like that I also like, Leslie. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I also like The Northman a lot. Um, 
I did take my dad to see this um, a couple of days ago, but he didn't like it, even though I thought it would be the perfect movie for us to like kind of watch. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, what did he like about yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I did try to kind of drill that issue, but like, I think maybe just like the, the setting was kind of like too weird and out there. Mm. Um, maybe he didn't get like the character name, get, get the character names as much. Yeah. Um, I can, yeah, I can see. It. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I do want to say, yeah, this movie. I guess maybe this movie isn't. Uh, it's not super violent, but maybe it is a bit. Like, there's a more nudity in this than you see. You see a lot of nudity, and I feel like that might weird the dads out a bit. Wait, for real? There was nudity. <laughs> yeah, like a male nudity, like lots of naked naked men. There were no naked men in this movie. No, no, there like some, yeah, yeah, there were some. There naked, were some. Yeah, there were some naked men. I think that may weird people out a little bit because you wouldn't get that. You wouldn't necessarily get as much of that in your in your classic Conans and your classic, you know. Gosh, it's whatever. weird. Yeah, I just didn't. I I mean, I remember Your the clash the of the titans. The end, then, <laughs> There's not I quite mean, as much, not quite as much homoeroticism uh, in those movies. Not quite oh, as Spartacus much. And, uh, not quite, not quite as much. I guess like, <laughs> three hundred, yes, three hundred, pro- probably about the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. about the same. Maybe no, three hundred was very, very, um, very <laughs> lots of uh, homoerotic um, behavior and, and love. But I feel like three hundred yeah. was a very clean movie this was a very dirty and grimy oh, yeah. movie that might be another thing too it's a very like they're like there's uh, people are m- made a meme about the you know the farting and the belching being part of like the ceremony for becoming a man and stuff so it is kind of a little little bit of a grosser film which is, I, I think eggers like kind of revels in like he makes these that artsy scene, movies yeah that ha- scene that scene where he's um he's undergoing this rite of passage with his father and the the fool I thought was brilliant because people for people seem to um, kind of uh, theorize that uh, a thousand, two thousand years ago, people didn't have sense of humor, and um, it yes. is it's amazingly funny. And you can see if you study, of course, Latin or Latin history, you would study the graffiti that they have on their walls um, in cities that have been, you know, excavated. And everybody, every, all the way back to the beginning of time, have had humans have had a sense of humor. Yes, that that's that's absolutely something I didn't think of. But yeah, that's brilliant for pointing out. Yeah, this movie shows, and I think some of his other movies show that sense of humor that you just do not get in a lot of period pieces. Yeah, I'd love to have seen like John Wayne in The Searchers or something. You know, in the in any of his films, make a joke because obviously in a cowboy film you'd have a lot of fart humor. Right? I mean, people would be, oh, John, don't eat those beans. I think they do that in uh, Deadwood, probably. Probably in Tombstone, but nothing, like, you've never really seen uh, those films in the early film history, like the 30s, 40s, and 50s, embrace that kind of stuff. Well, Emily, thank you so much for your call. I'm glad you enjoyed the Northman too. Sorry your dad uh, didn't. Hopefully, he can go and catch you know Conan on TNT or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you guys. Um, talk to you later. Bye. Right, thank you. Bye. Bye, Bye Emily. Bye bye. Yeah, uh, I was wondering I, when when she was saying that, like connecting with a father or one of your parents or family members, older family members, is always kind of a hit or miss. Yeah, the you North. Really... Yeah, the North. I was I was thinking the North man would be a one hundred percent 
knock out of the park for dad or your uncle, you know, or the, yeah. your TNT guy in your life. But then, AMC, you know, that TNT. you're that thinking about, it, yeah, it's a little bit grosser. Yeah, it has a little bit of, you know, a little bit of male, maybe a little bit too much male nudity for, you know, some of your uptight true, fathers, true, true. you know. Yeah. So I don't know. But I think. There on are the whole some heavily sexual scenes there implied of. yes yeah, yeah. So. so there may be maybe a little bit you know maybe a little bit too gross for him uh to go with the action but i think it was a brilliant movie and i hope everybody gives it a chance it's worth seeing uh as soon as you can if, as soon as you feel safe uh to see it looks like it's making a decent amount of money 23 million dollars on the first weekend budget of 60 million that seems excessive oh, Sixty million dollars. That what? seems like it's a lot. Well, no, for this movie, not at all, not at all. I think <laughs> compared to movies that cost three I mean, to five give, times as much, and how me they look, six million dollars, and I make this movie well, with a bunch of tunics thrown in the mud well, and a backdrop of a obviously. Green hill. <laughs> I'm talking about the re- the real Hollywood, not the fantasy. Like sixty million usually doesn't get you a movie that looks even half this good. Yeah, true. And uh, we had discussed as well that the 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 whole idea of using any kind of special effects on this film or any great special effects in the scenes around, um, you know, when they're fighting and they're living. I mean, thank God it's not like a Marvel film because I can't stand that Marvel film backdrop, that screen that they use now. Yeah, and there's uh, just as much, you know, CGI or what. Oh, they don't use the volume in this. Uh, yeah. As far as, as I as know. I've, I, I, yeah, it, there is a lot of, you know, green screen and CGI stuff, but like it works in this movie. It just does. It's be, done yeah, well. It's, it's aesthetically pleasing. Lot, yeah. It's it's thought of as an effect and it's not a substitute for making for filmmaking, which is the always the key. And we talk about this a bit on the upcoming episode of Struggle Session with Bugmane where we Bug watch The brilliant. Force Awakens and YB, you got to listen to that. I episode. did. I sat here in the office and I listened to the show and it was his, it was hysterical. It was yeah. so great. It, but the bug is so wise. Yes, so so, so very wise. wise. Well, folks, thank you so much for listening uh, to Culture Tonight. That was a great show. Thank you so much to our callers. Much appreciated as always. We will see you next time, probably this this Wednesday before Dynamite, seven p.m. We'll do our wrestling show. We'll get another culture show going, maybe Friday night. If you're in the D.C. area, folks, I will be live performing. As a ring announcer Uh-oh. at DC Brow, April thirtieth. Uh, yeah, that's DC Brow B R A U. Just find me on Twitter. I'll be posting the information. What's that it's date a huge, again? Though? It's a uh, April thirtieth. Huge show for, uh, outdoors. DC Brow, please come out if you're in the DC area. See some great professional wrestling. Some of the best pro wrestlers in the world. See me make, uh, make my ring announcing uh, debut. It's gonna be awesome. It's time for the main event. Event, 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 event. (laughs) All right, folks, that was culture. Have a good one. Peace. Ciao.